Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. You're listening to Coach Rita on the LOA Radio Network. Many say that the Law of Attraction doesn't always work. And Coach Rita would like to show you why it's not working. During this hour, you will gain great insight that will help you to make easy changes to become the great co-creator that you came here to be. Tune in and discover your missing link to the Law of Attraction with Coach Rita Hurry. Today's show is sponsored by Summer Sparkle. We all deserve some sparkle in our lives. And now with the holidays fast approaching, why not treat yourself or a loved one to something sparkly? Summer Sparkle are an award-winning online jewellery boutique who deliver worldwide. They are offering all my lovely listeners out there 15% off all their products. Simply enter the coupon code HELLO, all in uppercase, at the checkout to redeem this exclusive offer. So why not add a touch of sparkle to your life and visit www.summersparkle, which is S-O-M-M, E-R-S-P-A-R-K-L-E dot com today. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to your missing link to the Law of Attraction show. I hope everyone is feeling fabulous and excited as we are now in November. And yes, the holidays are just around the corner. 2015 has flown by and as we begin the end of 2015 I think it's a great time to reflect and think about our journey over this last year. I like November because it gives me time to reflect and also to add more before the year is out. So, what can you do that you would love to do before the year has finished? Remember, you can make this year end on a high and still aim for something big. There is nothing too big or too small that you cannot do. We are all co-creators in this life. And we can make some great changes to keep us smiling as the year heads out. Now, I know many of us think, oh, I'll leave that for next year. 
and January is the time to look into that and I've got to get out and get prepared for Thanksgiving I've got to get prepared for Christmas I've I've got presents to buy and we can get consumed in what's happening around us but if there is something like really why wait why not just go for it if you feel the excitement especially when you think about it then it's worth a shot you know what I always say go with that good feeling vibe and getting excited about something that you could possibly try just before the year's out I think it's it adds to that feeling good if it's something that you think okay well I can't launch it or I can't actually go into it very heavy right now but I can put some plans in place and set the ball rolling so that after all the holidays and after all the festivities are over I can then concentrate on it and it's there the the plans are made and I can actually pick it up and move forward with it I have a client who has started her workout regime in November and she's geared up to actually get so far by December so yes as we know come December come Christmas we do indulge and she can allow herself to indulge knowing that she's put in the work on her body on her fitness to begin with from November and then has that break for Christmas and indulges and then gets back on it in January so she's not starting from the beginning in January she's actually starting halfway so she's actually got further than if she had just waited for January and I say go for it you know the year's not over yet and what was amazing was after Halloween it's like soon as Halloween finished the Christmas lights were out Christmas decorations were on we had we've got channels now um, in the UK Christmas movies are constantly playing I'm hearing Christmas songs and it's all about focusing on Christmas and I know obviously in the US it it possibly is focusing on Thanksgiving prior to Christmas but it's like we're thinking along those lines which is lovely and you know I hand on heart I love Christmas I love the buzz around it but don't neglect yourself don't neglect things that you still want to do before the year's out you can if you did a New Year's resolution if you did a bucket list anything that you wanted to accomplish in 2015 then I would say go for it don't think that just because it's the time of year that you should be thinking about winding down projects that you want to get involved in you can still move into them I'm still creating new programs ready for January I'm still taking on another added business which I'm embarking on already and I'm thinking because I'm thinking yes I still have the energy for this the year's not over I still want there's still lots of things that I want to accomplish in this year even though I've accomplished so much it's been a fantastic year for me but 
this is what I am actually saying here is is don't give up on you don't give up on your dreams because of the buzz of everything else that's going on around go for it if there is something just go for it before the year's out so you can add that and say you know what in 2015 I did that and make yourself smile make yourself feel good because you know that that's what I love to instill in you all that feel good when you go for something you do feel good so go for it okay remember that good feeling vibe anyway today on the show there is no coach Rita Hurry's corner as such so I guess this little motivation that I've just given you now can make up for that the reason well I have a great inspiring guest on the show Anne Berlender is a clarity alchemist and we have a great interview coming up as Anne not only shares her journey with me but also we discuss the law of attraction and tarot reading. It's a great interview and if you've ever wondered how tarot reading works with law of attraction or if it does, then please stay tuned for that interview after the break. I also want to let you know that through November and December, I am offering a select number of listeners a coaching session on air. And this is to help you through any dilemmas or any questions that you may have personally that you feel that you need support from a coach. So I'm offering to do that on air. This will be 30 minutes and it will be recorded and as I've mentioned, will be on air. And the reason why I'm doing this is I feel that I want to give more to you out there and I want to help you Now, I know obviously the show and I've had emails actually telling me how the show has really helped them and given them the inspiration they need, which I love. But if I can help you on a bit more of a one-to-one basis through the show, then I would love to do that as well. So I feel I want to give you more and help you, but also whilst I'm coaching you, I'm helping others as well who may not have had the courage to actually request the coaching on air and may be able to listen because they've got the same dilemma and listen and be able to get something from the coaching session as well that they can identify with. So I want to help as many people as I can through this one-to-one that I will be offering on the show. So if anyone is brave enough and would like to take this opportunity, please contact me on yes, the usual email address. That's info at coachrita.co.uk and title your email 30 minute coaching on your missing link to the law of attraction show. Unfortunately, not everyone can be selected, 
So, and if you can imagine between now and December, I only do a few shows. So there will be only a small amount of people that will be selected. So unfortunately, yes, not everyone can be selected, but if you get your email to me, I will contact you and it will be based on whoever contacts me first. So if that sounds like something that you would love to do, as you'll be not only helping yourself, but also helping someone else out there who may be going through the same situation that you are. So please don't hesitate to contact me. And don't forget, you can connect with me on Facebook. Facebook page is Rita the Coach, as well as on Twitter, which is at Coach Rita Hurry. Well, that's it for the first half today. Please stay tuned after the break for my interview with Anne Belender as we discuss Law of Attraction and Tarot Cards. We'll be right back after this break. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of your missing link to the Law of Attraction show. Today on the show, I have Anne Belender. She is a clarity alchemist who draws on her background in communication, theory, law of attraction, intuition, tarot, lifescaping and life coaching to help her clients achieve incredibly deep levels of clarity. She is author of the soon-to-be-released book, Clarity Alchemy, When Success is Your Only Option. And welcome to the show. Hi, Rita. I'm so happy to be here. It's a pleasure having you. Now, just before we continue, did I pronounce your surname right? Is it Belinda? If that's close enough, that's fine, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, so now as a clarity alchemist, you help clients gain clarity. What was your personal journey like to gain in the clarity you needed to follow your own life purpose? Hmm. How long do we have on this interview? <laughs> <laughs> um my my life has been sort of a very strange and unusual twist and turn kind of thing. I spent most of my adult life at a university, either as a student or staff or as a TA. 
um, got all the way through to the point of doing, uh, completing the PhD coursework, doing the comprehensives, having my research proposal accepted, and then decided that that was no longer where I wanted to be. I spent a few years away from the university following the path of writing and travel, which I absolutely loved, and then got called back into the university to do some more work where I ended up being for the last few years, but ended up really disliking it. So my personal journey back to clarity started really when I again decided that being at university was not for me any longer. And I set it on a personal quest to discover what my life purpose was and how to get back to that feeling that I was enjoying when I was away from the university and actually following something that I really loved. So it was a bit of a twisty, turny path, but eventually sort of ended up being here. Brilliant. So what do you think, I mean, obviously looking back at it now, what do you think it was about um, being in university um, that, wasn't working for you or have you not actually explored that question? I think the only the only answer I can give to that question would definitely would be something along the lines of as individuals we have two selves the social self and the essential self mm. and as far as the university life it was pushing buttons that I really liked as far as the social self was concerned but at some point in my life my essential self that bit that really is indicative of who I am, decided to raise its hand and say, hey, look, you're not not doing anything for me over here. And I'm really feeling frustrated by it. So it was just that recognition that although there was some really good stuff about it, there was just a whole lot of stuff that didn't fit any longer. Yeah, yeah. So what was it about law of attraction coaching that filled that, I guess you could say, that missing gap for you in your career as a coach, I mean, because I, I know that you sort of, you became a life coach before actually becoming a law of attraction coach. So, so what was it about law of attraction? Well, I first started off actually getting certified as a retirement coach because I thought that was something that was really interesting, uh, helping people find a retirement lifestyle that they really liked, but it was not enough. So I went into the actual life coaching into a really good program. I mean, I, I love the program. The person who runs it is Oprah Winfrey's life coach, basically. So she's brilliant at what she does. But what I found with the traditional life coaching methods were that they were all focused on either the client's pain points, what was going wrong in their life that needed to be corrected before they could move forward with what they wanted to do. Or else a lot of the coaches that came out of that training came out with the um, with the party line of, this is what I did in order to achieve what I've achieved here. This is my template. You follow this. Mm. And those kinds of cookie-cutter templates work for some people maybe. But for me, you know, trying to get back to that feeling that I had when I was away from the university, none of that stuff worked. Yeah. As part of the life coaching program, I met up with Jeanette Ma, who is the owner of the Good Vibe Coach Academy, who is really heavily into law of attraction. She is brilliant when it comes to manifesting and understanding law of attraction. Yeah. And that's when that sort of started to click that, number one, I'm not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. So there's nothing that needed to be fixed, mm-hmm. um, that I could move forward 
through successes, through the law of attraction, through that kind of manifesting, without ever having to look behind it, because that was in the past, and I could change, I could rewrite the past as much as I wanted to. So for me, that law of attraction coaching provided me with the avenue that just was so in alignment with what it was I was looking for, Mm. and what I was hoping to be able to pass on to my clients. Yeah, yeah, because I myself, obviously, um, I was a life coach before I actually moved into law of attraction. So I can understand what you were saying. For me, it was very much, it was, yeah, you follow this template. It was very structured Mm -hmm. within the life coaching aspect. And I remember going to a training, it was like, you, you know, you have to question this way and you have to question that way. And I'm, I think I'm a bit like yourself. I like to have the freedom of being me and being authentic in my coaching. And I think that's what drew me to actually specifically doing law of attraction coaching because you could be authentic and you could allow your client to be their authentic self and not having to, as you say, go through the history of why and the questioning. Would you say that that's also sort of similar? Absolutely. The idea of being authentic um, became very important to me. So yes, as you say, not only was I able to be authentic as a coach, because let's face it, coaches don't have all the answers to all the problems that our clients bring to us. Even when we do know our answers, it's always done through our framework and our experiences and our interpretation which may not be authentic for our client. So being able to draw that authenticity out of our client and having them put what they want in their words and moving forward in the direction they want, to me is a very powerful way of being able to help someone. Yeah, definitely. And more enjoyable as well, isn't it? (laughs) And it, it gets better results. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Now, obviously you're a clarity alchemist. And for those who are not sure, What is a Clarity Alchemist? I struggled so hard trying to figure out the exact word that fit what it is I try to do. And alchemy and alchemist was the closest I could come to. Basically, alchemy is that ancient wisdom. It's that chemistry before chemistry was chemistry kind of in uh, science where the, the, the... not sure exactly what word who they were, but the alchemists themselves would take chemicals that were of little value, would work their magic on them, go put them through the processes and end up with something that was of greater value. And for me, this whole approach towards helping clients gain clarity takes on that kind of feel, whereas we are, I've already discussed, it's not a traditional kind of coaching approach to helping people gain clarity. I pull a little bit from the traditional coaching if that's what the client needs, but then I also go a little bit more into, you know, not only just the law of attraction, but other kinds of ways of being able to play with energy in order to help the client see what their, what their clarity is. So that to me is, is it's sort of like trying to create a situation in a client's life that maybe they're not comfortable with and providing all different kinds of, of, interesting formulas and ways of being able to play with it so that they get something much better out of it. Brilliant. Now you mentioned in your website clarity and creativity. Can you explain how the power of these things can help us become powerful, deliberate creators? 
Um, when I first started off, I used to see clarity and creativity as being two separate things. But I think the more I go into this whole playing with energy, the more I realize that the greater level of clarity you've got, the greater level of creativity you have access to in order to play with the energy to create what you want. So as deliberate creators, the more clear we are, we are on where we're trying to get to, the more options we've got in how we get there and what it is we actually want. So this is where the creativity comes in. It's, it's stretching ourselves in ways that are outside of our normal reality and trying to bring that into our, our new reality. It's not necessarily creativity in the sense of art and creativity, but it's creativity in the sense of holistic creativity in how we create our life. Yeah, because I think many people, um, they confuse that, don't they? They think, oh, yes. being creative is yeah, being a, a writer or some sort of artist. But I, when we're talking about it and, and when you're talking about it, it really is about creating and thinking out of the box and thinking where no limits that how what you can create for yourself. Right. Plus, I mean, a lot of de deliberate creators, especially those that are new to the practice, will say something like, oh, what I want to do is desperately want to create money. I want to bring money into my life. I want to manifest a whole bunch of money. With that kind of limited non-creative thinking, it, they're unlikely to be successful. But if they start playing with, creatively playing with what they mean by money, what they want to feel from money, what they want to experience from money, and get creative with that end of it, their ability to manifest becomes a lot more powerful. Yeah, yeah, because it's about the feeling, isn't it? And Yes. And I think one of the things that I notice is many of us say, yes, we need money. Obviously, we need money to pay the bills. But it's reminding ourselves that money is energy. Right. Isn't it? And yeah. the feeling aspect of it is what is how we connect to that to bring it. And it's not just oh, I have to stay in this job because I need to bring in the money and work, 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 work. And I think that's where we start to, to get the Im imbalance of how creative we can be in, as you said, just the simple aspect of bringing in money to us. Exactly. And the more we restrict how we think about what it is we're trying to create, of course, the less likely we are of actually creating this or something better. So the more we focus on something like money, if money isn't necessarily what we're looking for, chances are we're not going to achieve it. If what we do is we focus on something a little bit more creative, like abundance or flow or something like that, the ways in which we can draw that energy into us expand exponentially. Yeah, definitely. Now, you also draw on tools of natural magic as well as law of attraction. And one of the services you offer is clarity tarot reading. How does law of attraction work with tarot reading? Law of attraction and tarot reading to me are inseparable. They're two sides of the same coin. My law of attraction manifesting abilities were amplified when I started playing with the tarot and I think part of part of the understanding of how tarot works with law of attraction is really understanding what tarot is mm -hmm. 
And I know a lot of people would see the tarot as being almost an entertainment kind of environment. Where are you going to get your tarot cards read and, you know, the tarot reader says something a little bit about what your future is going to be like and you laugh and have a good time and all the rest of it. But for me, tarot is really a gateway to my intuition, especially when using the Rider Waite tarot deck, which is my go-to deck for this kind of tarot reading. Um, when Pamela Coleman did the designs of the cards for that specific tarot deck, she called on, or she, she used a lot of really um, deep mystic symbolism in the cards. So each card is embedded with these symbols. And our intuitive mind, that right hemisphere of our mind, of our brain, is where intuition, creativity, and visualization and that imagery reside, as opposed to the left side, which is all the language and the verbal skills. So when you look at those tarot cards, it's almost like you're gazing into your intuition. And when you're somebody who's trying to manifest, especially something that's really important to, to you and moving forward, getting that what you're manifesting correct becomes really important. Being off a little bit means that what you're manifesting either isn't going to come true, you're not going to be able to bring it into your life, or you're going to manifest something that down the road you don't really want. So when I use tarot combined with what I'm trying to manifest, my results are incredible. Okay, so in terms, obviously, I know there's some people who think that oh, you shouldn't go to tarot's, um, you know, they're very opposed to it. What would you actually say to them? Because, you know, what what you said in terms of obviously that it's a way to to gain, you know, connection to your intuition. Do you find that how it's helped you, it, you know, sometimes we can connect to our intuition, but sometimes we still question when we're connecting to our intuition, unless we visibly see it. Do you find that that's the beauty of tarot reading with Law of Attraction? Is that um, how you you see it, that the fact that you can actually see something that confirms what you're feeling is almost gives the clients that confirmation, that reassurance that they need? Absolutely. Even using... The- I've been around tarot for like 30, 40 years, but never really took it seriously until about a year ago. So I've never been, I've never seen tarot as anything other than benevolent, basically. It's been this past year where going more deeply into what tarot is, what its possibilities are, what its potential is. My background in communications and semiology looks at things like meaning making and looking at those symbols and seeing how they, what they mean to me, when I'm reading them, it's all, it all started to make sense. It still took me a little while to trust, and I needed to get that feedback because I did spend so long at an academic, in an academic institutions um, that I still took a little while to trust that this was actually working. But when I started keeping um, a journal of the times when you know I pulled this tarot card and this happened to me the next day and saw the connections between the two, it everything started to fall into place and make a lot more sense. Okay, so for example, and if someone had a tarot reading and it wasn't something that they wanted to hear, and now 
I'm just sort of thinking out loud in terms of do do they now because they know that that negative situation is going to happen that they obviously start focusing on it and it's attracted to them or is that the wrong way of thinking about it? The thing with the tarot is that, again, it's playing with energy. So it's a lot like the deliberate creation aspects of the law of attraction. So it's it's playing with energy. And the tarot reads the energy of that moment. So it's giving guidance based on what the energy is while the cards are being pulled. Tomorrow, the energy would be different. So cards would be very different in terms of being pulled. I've read tarot for some people where I've done the reading and again when I when I do tarot readings for other people I never meet them I never talk to them um the whole thing is done by email because I try to not get involved with their energy and I try to just simply restrict to the energy between me and the cards and I will often have feedback from people that I've read for that says, no, well, you've missed it here. This isn't the correct, you know, this just doesn't, doesn't make sense when they get the initial report. But when they go back and reread the report or a couple of days later or even a couple of months later, they have come back to me and said, oh, my God, I can't believe how spot on you were. Yeah. That it's not that they've manifested that because of what the tarot said was going to happen it was there they just didn't see it okay so all this does all the tarot reading did was give them clarity around what a situation was that they were going through it's the same as when you're trying to manifest something if you think what you're manifesting is one thing but your clarity isn't isn't correct then you're not really manifesting what you think you're manifesting and, and you get it off, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it really is about just getting the the clear guidance and then moving forward. So it's almost because within Law of Attraction, we what we ask for is vibrationally there and we don't receive it straight away. And, and sometimes we can get frustrated and we're thinking, where is it, where is it? But it's still there and it will happen in that time that it's going to come when the aligning factor, when the energies are aligned for it to come to you. So it's almost kind of the same thing. For example, when you said that they thought, no, you actually got it wrong, but it was already there and it was mm-hmm. happening really. And until they could actually see it almost manifest really. Right. Yeah. And so often when we're looking at things in our own lives, we're too close to the situation that we interpret them the way we want them to be interpreted. So having somebody come in with a tarot reading that says, no, 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 what you're looking for in your life is more joy from a different job kind of thing. And they're thinking, but the job is the most perfect thing in my life at the moment. Uh, It can confuse them. Yeah. And they may not see the extent to which, okay, so just slightly changing the job a little bit or slightly changing the relationship a little bit will bring you the joy that you're looking for. And that's all the tarot was trying to point out. Yeah. What would you say to someone who walks away from a reading feeling confused, how would you um, encourage them to, to trust in, in themselves? What, the way I normally do these readings is, like I said, I don't talk to the person beforehand. 
I do the reading, I send them the information in as clear a language as I possibly can. But again, it's all through my lens. It's all through my interpretation of what I'm seeing there. So there are going to be points where I'm not seeing it the way they do, and maybe I'm seeing it slightly differently because I'm interpreting it. So I always offer a follow-up phone call. Yeah. And there have been times when clients have taken me up on the follow-up phone call, and in the discussion of what what I was sort of seeing in the reading and talking to the client, that's when they get the, ah, that's it. Yes, I see exactly what you're talking about now. And I see that that's how that fits into my life and that's how that's going to make it better. So often it does need that more in-depth, almost a coaching session after the tarot reading in order for them to actually get the clarity out of the reading that they're looking for. The clarity is there in the reading. It just needs a little bit of interpretation. Yeah, and sometimes it's always nice for someone outside the situation to be able to, to bring that clarity in for them to be like, ah, now I get it. Right, exactly. My preference would be for individuals to do these tarot readings for themselves because they're the ones that are interpreting the cards, they're the ones that are interpreting the situation. And doing a tarot reading is so simple um, at a level that you can still get an incredible amount of meaningful information from it. So that's what I'm gearing myself up for in the new year is becoming more of a mentor to help people learn how to do this for themselves. I think that would actually be a great asset out there because many of us, we look at, you know, you see what's on the TV or you see what's out there and, and how people perceive tarot readings to be and, and I think to have someone show you, okay, let's do a simple reading or that you can do, that you can draw on, because I know there's many people that would do angel card readings and, right. and show people. So I think definitely the same is needed for tarot reading because there's so much, they can, there's so, there is stigma to tarot reading yeah. and I think it needs to be cleared and having someone, having an expert who can come in and say this is how you can do it for yourself to help you gain that clarity I think would be amazing I think many even many listeners out there would agree with me that that is something that's definitely needed thank you I'm hoping that that's something that um, gets out there to people because I love teaching and like I said one card pull Um, you draw one card a night and interpret just the one card and it has an amazing impact do I have time for a wee bit little story? Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay. Um, I've been doing these one-card polls every night for the past couple of weeks. And the night before I received your email inviting me for this interview, I pulled the sun, the sun card. And the sun card is all about becoming seen. Oh, wow. Right? So I hadn't known you were going to be sending me the invitation when I pulled the card. And I couldn't figure out what the card was supposed to be you know, what it was indicating to me. So I pulled the card. It was all about being seen. Next day I received your invitation. It was like, that's what that card was all about. Of course I'm going to do this interview. Yeah. Right? It's that little thing like that that can give you that incredible depth of clarity yeah. that gets you doing the things that are in alignment with what you what what's best for you. Brilliant. Now that sounds great. Okay, so we spoke a little bit about intuition, Just we just touched on it earlier. Why is intuition important in being a powerful, deliberate creator? 
to me, intuition is the bottom line of everything we do. Um, in a lot of Abraham's earlier books, he talks about this idea that we are bits of source energy that have come to this world to play in these physical bodies. And coming into this world, we bring with us certain characteristics, our core values, if you'd like. Um, our intuition is what connects us to that information pool that we brought with us. So it connects us to who we are here to be. And by connecting to our intuition and using our intuition as our guides when we're doing things like manifesting, again, keeps us in alignment with what we're here to do. So that's why, to me, intuition is basically the bottom line for all kinds of you know, amazing things with deliberate creation. Yeah. And I think, what would you say is the best way to connect to your intuition I mean I know on on the show I talk a lot about spending time in meditation do you have any other ways that people can connect to their intuition yeah um, there's a couple of really quick and easy ways that people can can hear their intuition um, first off they've got to be aware of how their intuition is going to talk to them so intuition can talk to you through any of your five senses so really it's key, the key here is to be aware of what is different going through your mind something that unexpectedly pops into your mind it's likely to be your intuition but to hear that you've got to stop that chatter that's going on in, in your brain which is why a lot of people will go to meditation but for a lot of people meditation doesn't necessarily work now um, if what you do Two really quick quick and easy techniques. First one is if you relax the muscles around your eye, around both of your eyes, so that they're really nice and relaxed, and you start seeing, rather than seeing straight ahead, if you start seeing through your entire range of vision, which includes your peripheral vision, so you're really you're letting your eyes completely relax, it stops the chatter in your brain. Okay. And you can do that anywhere without having to go deeply into meditation or without taking yourself out of reality. And once you stop that chatter in your brain, you simply ask for, ask a question. And that will eventually pull up the intuition. Or another way of getting intuition, doing it that way, is go into that state and then go out for a walk and see where your, your image is being drawn to, what's your attention being drawn to. If it's being drawn to something very specific, then what message is that trying to, what message is your intuition trying to tell you by pointing out that? Yeah. So that's a really quick and easy way of doing it. Another way would be to just simply relax your jaw and relax your tongue so that your tongue just simply rests lightly at the top of your mouth. And there's something about having a really relaxed jaw and relaxed tongue that stops the chatter in your brain as well. So you can, again, access your intuition or at least access the ability to hear your intuition by either of those two very quick and easy methods. That sounds brilliant. I think I'll give, give the first one a go, definitely, because I think a lot of the times with that as well, you can use that when you're on your travels. If you're on the train or the bus, mm -hmm. you can just sit there and just get into that moment. One one question regarding intuition that, that came to my mind, and was a lot of people ask, how do I recognize that? I know that we, you know, you mentioned obviously that you feel yourself drawn to, um, to, to something. 
how can someone who's new to connect into their intuition and it is working how can they decipher what what is it about that that they can decipher that yes that is my intuition what would you say to someone who's just starting out on this and is getting the guidance but is not sure if it is guidance I think the key is looking for what's different and what's unusual what's not normally part of your what you're thinking of so if a thought pops into your your mind and it's sort of out of the blue that's generally your intuition and as I say intuition can come through any of your five senses so if you are thinking about something and all of a sudden you get this memory of a smell Mm. what does that smell signify what memory is that evoking in you so what is there about that memory that's important for you to know at that particular point in time. Another way I personally get intuitive information is I'll wake up in the morning with lyrics from songs that I haven't heard in like decades running through my mind. And it's just snippets of, of lyrics. So I try to figure out, okay, so what is that trying to tell me? So it's all of these little unusual things or, you know, you're up for a walk and all of a sudden you get the image of gardenias or something and you're nowhere near a gardenia plant. Well, what is it that that gardenia means to you? Were you someplace some at some point in time where there were gardenia flowers and something happened that your intuition wants you to remember? Um, so it's looking for those inconsistencies. A lot of it really is trusting that what you're hearing and what you're seeing and what you're feeling is your intuition talking to you. And because it comes so lightly, you're right. It's something that's you just have to learn to trust it. Your intuition will always work in your best interest. It will never do anything that's going to direct you to any harm whatsoever. So if it's something that you feel in your own sense that, no, this isn't in my best interest, then maybe that's your ego talking and not your intuition. It's always something that really is of benefit to you that's coming through. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that I've noticed with um, some of my clients is really it is about trust in yourself to begin with because sometimes it's so much easier we get into this pattern of being able to trust others more easily than we trust ourselves exactly you know and it's breaking away from that I think a lot of the I guess really in society that that's what we're you know go and seek um go and ask this person go and ask that that person to see if that idea that you've got is is going to work and it's it's feasible even though someone says but I've got this gut feeling or I just know it's going to work you're still almost told to go to someone else just to reconfirm and out of habit you tend to to do that so yeah as you mentioned that trust needs to be built up a lot just to be able to come to yourself and ask those questions Exactly. And we also have to really understand how our intuition speaks to us. There was, I don't know if you know Laura Day's work, she does a lot of, she's written a couple of books on intuition. And one of the examples that she used was of a stockbroker who was selecting stocks. And in the morning, what he would do is he'd go in and he'd get this image of what he was looking for for the day. And he'd write it down on a piece of paper. And the image he got one day was of a rabbit skiing down a hill and then back up a hill. And that's how his intuition spoke to him. And he had to interpret what that meant in terms of the stocks that he was going to be looking at that day. So there there can be some some really tricky interpretation with your intuition, but it's always in terms of what it means to you. Mm. 
which is why it's so important for you to be able to understand and interpret this information for yourself. Yeah, so it's really, it also allows you to get a good understanding of yourself as well and really get to know you and your your memories as well and what these significant uh, thoughts that come into your head actually mean to you because it is, again, going back to the word, to your authentic self. It's almost, right. that's, you know, each intuition is authentic in itself to each person. Exactly, yep. Brilliant. Now, you have written a book Clarity Alchemy, When Success is Your Only Option. I, I love that title. So can you share with the listeners a little bit more about what this book's about? Okay, this book is still being written at the moment, and it will be published on January 19th. And it basically is all about what we've been talking about here. It's, it's written for a reader who has um, been successful all their life, but has reached a point where either they... They're looking for uh, that major transformation because their life no longer feels in alignment with who they are, or they've gone through a traumatic experience, either, you know, the spouse has passed away, or they've divorced, or they've lost their job, or whatever, but they've been successful all their life, and now they need to be, they want to be successful going forward. So this book is all about, you know, let's start by taking this, this inventory of your successes, including things like your core values, what do you who really are you? And then it builds using things like law of attraction, like intuition, like tarot, like core values, like um, lifescaping is basically looking at your life as three buckets. How balanced are each of these sections of your lives so that you've got this plan that you can start putting into place through law of attraction and deliberate creation techniques that also combine intuition and tarot um, to create the life that you really want. Brilliant. And that's... Um so you're saying that will possibly be out January the 19th? That will be out January 19th. It'll be available through Amazon, uh, Amazon UK, Amazon US and Amazon Canada. And it will be free for five days. That sounds great. So definitely um, it'll be nice um, and to let me know when it's out and then I can share that with the re uh, listeners out there because I'm sure many of them would love to get their hands on that book. It sounds great. Oh, thank you. I'd be happy to give you that information the minute it's available. Brilliant. Okay, so we've spoken a lot about some great stuff here, and, and I love the way your work really touches into different areas to be able, thinking back to the beginning where we spoke about your personal journey and the structure that you almost kind of came from to be able to be open and to be free and to experience life and to be able to help people to be open and, and to trust in themselves. And that's almost the feeling I get from your work, that it is very open. It's helping each client in their unique self and using all these different elements to be able to help them manifest the life that they actually want. So I'm sure there's many of my listeners out there that want to find out more about you and the service you offer. So can, can you share with the listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Probably the best place would be to visit my website, which is www.annebolender.com. 
and that has you know all the information that all my blog posts are there. Um, any information I'm going to be putting up, announcements of when the book is coming out, will be available there as well. Excellent. And you are also in the next issue of the Science Behind the Law of Attraction magazine, which mm-hmm. is out December 1st. And you're kindly done um, an article for us, which I've seen, and, I'm, and I must admit, listeners, it, you're going to want to read this because, again, you're talking about intuition and it's re- a great, valuable insight. So, Thank you. I really enjoyed writing it and I'm so happy to be part of the magazine, to have it in there. It's great to have you. Well, unfortunately, we've run out of time and it has been a pleasure having you as my guest Thank you for your great insights and taking that time to be with us today. Well, thank you so very much for having me here. I have really enjoyed it. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Well, that's it for today, listeners. And don't forget our sponsor, Summer Sparkle. They are offering 15% discount on their products. So visit www summer sparkle and that's s-o-m-m-e-r-s-p-a-r-k-l-e dot com and enter the coupon code hello all in capital letters so until next time stay true to you this is coach rita hurry signing out bye thank you for tuning in We'll be back next week with another great show of your missing link to the law of attraction. For more information, go to coachrita.co.uk. That's coachrita.co.uk.
see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow. So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by I see friends shaking hands Saying how do you do They're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I watch them grow much more than I never knew and I think to myself what a wonderful world yes I think to myself what a wonderful Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.